Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Genesis 22 through 24. Rabbit Trails As usual, a lot of ground is covered today, and my goal is not to cover everything. It would take us well over a year just to get through Genesis at that rate, but to single out a few points of interest that you may have overlooked. Today's primary rabbit trail is utterly fascinating and goes back to Yahweh being a God of patterns. Have you ever considered the parallels between Abraham and the sacrifice of Isaac and Yahweh and the sacrifice of Messiah? We're going to talk about that. Here are just a few things to note. First of all, we need to be aware that as readers of Scripture, we are often privy to information that the characters are not privy to. One example of this is that at the beginning of chapter 22, we are told that God is testing Abraham by asking him to sacrifice his son. Abraham had no idea this was a test. Now, for the parallels between the sacrifice of Isaac and that of our Messiah, here's some bullet points. Yahweh gave his only son. At this point, Isaac is Abraham's only son, having banished Ishmael. Jesus, or Yeshua, carried his own wooden cross upon which he would die, and Isaac carried the wood that was intended to be used to bring about his death. Isaac asked his father where the lamb was, and Abraham told him that Yahweh would provide it. Yahweh provided a ram as a sacrifice then, and later would provide his own son, who would also be a sacrificial lamb. It is no coincidence either that both were males. The ram served as a replacement sacrifice for Isaac. Messiah serves as a replacement sacrifice for us. Three days after he was crucified, Messiah rose again. Three days after Isaac was condemned, he arose from the altar still alive. Genesis 22.4 tells us it was the third day. Note, three days means three days and three nights. Matthew 12.40 This is important information to retain for later. How old was Isaac? Most Bible stories depict Isaac as being a young boy when this event took place. However, many scholars believe he was in his 20s or possibly older. The Hebrew word used here for boy is also used to refer to a young man and sometimes even a man. There is a link here where you can check that out. Click on the number above and the boy, that phrase, to see other places where this word is used in Scripture. Yesterday, many were estimating and presenting scripture to show that he could have been 13 to 14 years old. Either way you look at it, he was not a young child. Of course, I'm referring to discussions in the group. Further, in Genesis 22:6, Abraham takes all of the wood needed for a burned offering and places it on Isaac's back, keeping for himself to carry a lit torch and a knife. The wood was surely heavy, and his son had to be large enough and strong enough to shoulder a man's burden. 
If, in fact, Isaac was stronger than Abraham at this time, he carried the heavy load and Abraham carried the light, this depicts a far different scene when it comes to offering Isaac as a sacrifice. It is possible that Isaac realized what was happening and willfully obeyed his father. We do see he was bound, but we see no protest made from him. Just another possible angle you might want to consider. He was his father's son after all. It is possible that this story is about not only one who was willing to obey, even if it meant sacrificing his only son, but possibly a son willing to be sacrificed in his obedience. Just a thought and another parallel. Sarah dies. Abraham's beloved wife Sarah passed away, and he went to great lengths to bury her in the land they were currently in, even though they were considered aliens. It would later become part of Abraham's promised land. Much esteemed in his time, he was offered the land he requested as a generous gift. However, we see Abraham going to great lengths to purchase the land rather than accept it as a gift. He even paid a very high price for it. Now, it was illegal to sell or give land to a foreigner, and so this would surely be challenged generations later. By paying higher than the usual price, Abraham would have made sure there was a far lesser chance of anyone challenging his rights to the land or taking it from his descendants by claiming that it did not belong to him. It is important to note that Abraham used currency, actual money in this transaction. We may hear from time to time that folks only made grain, fruit, and livestock offerings in these days because they didn't have currency. That is simply not the case. Interesting facts for people who like to know things. In Genesis 24, verses 2 through 8, they are the last recorded words of Abraham in the Bible. And when Abraham's servant asked to meet Rebekah's family, he is introduced to her brother Laban. Laban would go on to father Rachel and Leah. Jacob, Rebecca, Rebecca and Isaac's son, will have to deal with him later once he falls in love with Rachel. Thought for the day. Yahweh is a God of patterns. Keep your eyes open as we read through his word because you will see this time and again. Also, remain cognizant of the fact that Yahweh is timeless, omnipotent, and all-knowing. He is the source of wisdom, and His Word is a solid foundation we can always depend on to be a sure guide in our lives. It does not change with the wind, fashion, cultural attitudes, or even church decrees. He tells us in Malachi 3.6, I am God, I do not change. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.